This is Tony. And this is Andy. And this is Yenzanat. So your talk about the donuts a couple of podcasts ago got me thinking. And I happened to mention that to Holly, whose birthday is tomorrow. We went out and found a local donut shop because you had talked about Oakmont Bakery and how they have spectacular cupcakes and donuts and everything there. So I told her about that and she got interested in donuts. So we went out on our yearly pilgrimage to go and get actual good bakery donuts. The hours of this place are like 6.30 a.m. until 1.30 or whenever they run out of donuts because Mm -hmm. like all good bakeries, they make them fresh on site. Yes. Mm, and the these best. ones have like the gourmet donuts where it's like sprinkle with Kit Kats or check this one. I ended up picking up a key lime coconut donut. I can't wait for that one. Mm, that sounds great. It sounds incredible. Uh, key lime got, anything is good. So yeah, you put key lime pie. Key, yeah. Key lime milkshakes, key lime, whatever. And I'm on board. Holly ended up picking up a fruity pebbles hmm. donut. Yeah, I have no idea. It looks really good. It's got Fruity Pebbles sprinkled all over it like Jimmy's. I was never a fan of Fruity Pebbles. I don't know why. Or the Cocoa cocoa Pebbles. Like, none of the Pebbles, none of the Flintstones cereal did. They're, they're vitamins when I was a kid, <laughs> but not their, not their cereal. So The cereal was like a once in a blue moon thing. I think for the most part, my family was a Honey Nut Cheerios family. And then we would get the... I don't know if they were Kellogg's. I think they were Kellogg's, like the the small boxes, multi-pack, variety pack thing. Because, you know, my mom would love the Apple Jacks and I would love the Fruit Loops. Or, you know, we, we would just split up whatever the boxes were in there. The Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles, I don't know if it was just they weren't on sale all that often or they weren't first choice when yeah. we had other ones like uh, Fruit Loops or Cocoa Puffs or, you know, Honey Nut Cheerios. Those were the staples of the household growing up. They, like, I guess because they were so rare, they held like an extra special treat. Anyway, yeah. that donut has them sprinkled on top. So I'm going to see if I can have her sneak me a bite um, while she's having hers. Because when we get our separate donuts, when we go to places like these, we end up holding on like it's our territory. You have to order to have pieces of the other ones. Like there's no loving marriage and sharing that goes on when we have donuts in front of us. This Mm -hmm. is, I have my donuts, you have your donuts. Do not touch mine unless we have an even exchange that we have both agreed on beforehand. Well, that's why I have a strict no cheese stick policy. You know, if I got cheese sticks and you want cheese sticks, buy your own fucking cheese sticks. Goddamn right. Those things are gold. Like if you want cheese sticks, tell me and I will buy you a pack of cheese sticks. But I'll be fucking damned if you're going to steal one of my cheese sticks like it was a fry penalty or something. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll let you go without with a fry penalty. Maybe. You will not have a cheese stick penalty. No, people get murdered for attempting to eat my cheese sticks, you know. And rightfully so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, so cereal. Uh, Or I mean, not cereal, donuts. Going back on the donuts, yeah. We ended up getting up stupid ass early because, you know, the threat of if they run out, where do we go? Mm. Well, it's the fucking pandemic and nobody is out there. So they're not going to run out. We got there. Uh, I don't know, 8.30-ish. It's not far from the house, which was a nice little surprise. Uh, oh, it's just good. over the bridge. 
So drove over the bridge, stopped in there. There were two other people in there and they had a full accoutrement of donuts. So we got our pick, threw on the masks, walked in there, talked about, hey, which ones did we want? I found my key lime coconut. I'm thrilled. She got her birthday cake donut and Fruity Pebbles donut. She got something else too. And then we <laughs> became away happy. So I've got, I've got the donuts and now that I have them and it was an early ass morning, I'm like, I need a nap. So I took a little bit of a nap this afternoon. That was pretty awesome. I wish I could take a nap. <laughs> like after this recording, I'm going to take a nap because I am <laughs> so tired. I am so exhausted from my week. I had a really rough week. I'm still recovering from it. I'm really tired. The, like the last two days, disc golf, I've played horrible. And I mean, I'm not the greatest player I've ever thrown a disc or anything. But I mean, I feel that I've improved enough the last year that I, I, I've, I have higher standards now. And right now I'm playing back to like when I was like a grunt <laughs> and I hate that feeling. So yeah, I, I want to take a nap. And what I'll probably end up doing is making another drink, going out on the porch, listening to music and just chill out the rest of the day. And when I'm out there, I usually listen to, <laughs> when I want to relax, I just listen to an instrumental soft jazz playlist. But I have been listening to some other bands that I found on my Discover Weekly playlist at Spotify. So I don't know about you. I really enjoy that feature. And I know that you use the Amazon Prime version. So, so I'm not really familiar with that because I do have Amazon Prime because like they're going to be the first person to know that I'm dead because I haven't ordered anything in like two days. So <laughs> yeah, you get a checkup call like, oh, Andy hasn't ordered anything in about yeah. a week. Holy shit, that's terrible. We should check up on them. I'm the reason why they're still in business because of this whole COVID thing, you know, seriously. So yeah, I have Prime, but I don't really use it because I have Spotify and I really could because I found some of my favorite bands on Spotify in the last couple of years. If, if I would have to go in and say like my favorite bands currently in the top five would be Pearl Jam, Incubus, Thank You Scientist, um, He Is Legend, and The Ongoing Concept. Those would be my like top five at the moment. But listening to the Discover Weekly, I found another band that I'm really, really liking so far. But there's one song in particular that I'm just floored with and I can't get out of my head. And I've just been listening to it. And it's really simple. But the band's name is By Curious. And the name of the song is called Sleep. And that song has just been on repeat for me for the last four or five days because I just can't get it. I can't get enough of it. I really love finding something that you just latch onto like that so uh so that is one of the bands that i've come across i've listened to some of their other stuff and i i do like it and it's mostly instrumental but there's something about it that just like i instantly connected to it and i love music so much and just having those feelings that you get when you listen to something and you know you hear that first lick of the guitar or even you know just when you hear the amp feedback you know what song it is you know it i just love those little things so yeah listen I, this this song really like reached out and grabbed me and i just can't stop listening to it but i love spotify for this because i've found bands i never would have heard of and all i do is listen to these <laughs> these bands nonstop. so so by curious the song is sleep I highly recommend everyone listen to that, especially you. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll give that a shot. What about you? you I know you got some up-and-comers. I, I have Amazon Music, and their weekly playlist is hit or miss. 
sometimes it really works out well and I find the hidden gems that, like you said, it would be very unlikely that I would find on my own and would listen to and have suddenly become a fan of because they popped there. Or it's one after another after another of skips where, nope, this isn't it. Nope, this one didn't work either. And I'm just skipping through them. I don't have the pay Spotify, but obviously you can sign up for it and listen to a weekly playlist there whenever. The problem with that is if you don't pay, they annoy the shit out of you with commercials for the pay service. I had, I think this past week or the week before, an instance of the very first song that was on my weekly playlist was like a minute and eight seconds. It was a very short, short song. As soon as that was over, two straight minutes four 30 second fucking bits of spotify with some perky bint on there being like hey we have spotify prime and i can skip all these songs because i don't like them and i can listen to everything and i was like shut the fuck up and then i heard that one three more times in a row and i thought this is how they get people to pay they annoy the shit out of you until you just throw money at them to shut this voice actress up. Anyway, that, again, tangents all over the place. That tangent aside, I've, I've popped open Spotify to try to get that same thing when the Amazon Prime weekly list has failed me. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember which one I found this on. I think it was Amazon because I went and immediately added their entire discography to my uh, backlog and started to listen to it. Yes. This song... So I'll launch into a little bit of a backstory so you know where this would come from. I have always been a big fan of Iron Maiden. So that wave of British metal that came over and I've loved that for years. And I've played a lot of that. I've also played a significant amount of Sabaton. Mm -hmm. I went to go and see them live a couple of times. Uh, They were in St. Pete a couple of years ago and I went up there and enjoyed the shit out of that. That was for their latest album, The Great War. And it was incredible. The pyrotechnics that were there, the special effects, the showmanship. I mean, they're really, really good. So those two combined, I happened to just be listening to my Amazon playlist. And I hear a song that sounds very, very familiar, but it was strange. There is a band called Van Canto. They're a German band acapella metal band what yes and it's fucking spectacular so are they I like hear, is it all like shrieks and shit too no like, no. Ah! No, 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 no 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 like okay they have a drummer and for guitar solos they actually use an instrument but mm-hmm. everything else is like four guys doing something into a dynamic mic so it's like dum 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 like they have a baseline where they're just using their voice to make the sounds of the bass or the guitars okay and it's like mid-range guitar it's not, you know, they're not hitting the solos they're not doing like um air guitars but i start hearing iron maiden's fear of the dark and i'm thinking there's something off about this so i stop i look to see what's actually playing and it's van canto they're doing a cover of fear of the dark and it's incredible i was like i'm hooked this is great so i go to the discography and i see what else is on there and they do they do a lot of their own stuff but they did some covers and i saw sabaton's primo victoria on there and i was like oh shit i have to listen to this uh-huh. and it starts out the first voice is or the, the first verse is them doing it as a band and then with the second verse 
Joachim from Sabaton, the lead singer comes in, like they're close enough that he came on, sang the song with them. I was like, this is now spectacular. I'm on board. So yeah, I've listened to a shit ton of those guys. It's incredible because it's not something I would have thought would have been possible. Acapella, yeah. heavy metal, sure, I'm on board. And yeah, they have videos on YouTube of these like four guys. It's a female fronted band. Uh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so Inga is spectacular. That's the, the lead singer. She can hit some of those operatic highs like Tarsha Turinen can do, but okay. she also can pull back her register. So it's like she's the full package. And she's surrounded by like, you know, the drummer and these four guys that are just into their dynamic microphone, like, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. So that's like my number one over the past week. Saw or heard those and was just blown away by them. And one of the other ones, another success story for me that I had heard of via Amazon Music was Unleash the Archers, which is a Canadian metal band. Um, they're really, really good as well. I got hooked on some of their earlier work and uh, they have just come out with a new album. Or at least they, they've released a couple of singles off of it. I don't know if the entire album is out just yet, but I've heard a couple of the singles from their newest stuff and it's, you know, they're still pretty banging. So that one I would never have discovered if not for the Amazon Music Disco- Weekly Discovery thing. So yeah. again, another one that's sitting on my playlist regularly because they're just badass. Good times there. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. 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 We had a good time there. Yeah. <laughs> we had a little good time over there. Okay. This is me doing voices now. All right. I have a King of the Hill impression. Let me have another drink and try. Mm, that is delicious liquor. It is. I'm drinking Evan Williams honey whiskey with a little bit of Coke. That is my drink of choice for the last year, probably, since I discovered it, because I can't. It's just so smooth, and I just can't stop drinking it. Okay, this isn't actually King of the Hill. This is uh, Mr. Anderson from, uh, what's it called, uh, Beavis and Butthead, which they're rebooting now. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Do we, <laughs> do we really need another Beavis and Butthead? Probably. Honestly, yeah, Probably. The, the commentary that Mike Judge was putting in there, it was entertaining. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, after all of these years, after all of these years, it's been off the air and you can still do impressions of it. That's how can instrumental I, it was. Can I get a large pie, fries, large coffee? Y'all got that nerve? You ain't them boys whacking off in my trailer. And then I could do what a little bit of a hustle propane and propane accessories. Damn it, Bobby. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> I never really watched the show. So Well, there you go. You could you can fill in for Mike Judge. If you need somebody to do a faux Mike Judge impression, I'm your guy. I know he's probably really expensive. I'm much cheaper than him, and I will do the job drunk, I swear. That's what we're going to do for episode 20. This is episode 10, so we didn't think we'd make it this far. <laughs> yeah. But we're still doing it. We still want to do this at the 10th time, so. <laughs> yeah, we still have our, our same crew of listeners 
that have been throwing messages at us and giving us some support, even though we're just two mopes chatting <laughs> about random shit. Yes, random shit. So speaking of voices, Neil sent me a link. Neil. Ooh, Neil. He sent me a link to a YouTube channel that he follows. And it's funny because what we had just talked about last week on the podcast, Star Wars, right? He follows mm -hmm. a Star Wars channel. And I guess... No. Yeah, I know. Surprising. <laughs> yeah. So I guess one of the folks on this channel is trying to do kind of an animation, uh, like a, a comic book style animation, not full action or full traditional animation okay. of the Star Wars reimagining the sequels. And I guess he's going for like a hybrid of the extended universe, expanded universe, whatever, and melding kind of the stories together the way he and his group of friends would like to, to work on it. I mean, it's, it's not like, you know, two guys in a closet talking on a podcast, putting shit together. They've actually got a crew of folks that are working to move this thing forward. Anyway. Just to be clear, you're, you're the one in the closet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I am. I am I, the one I, in the closet, <laughs> surrounded by my clothes, and speaking into a microphone. Yes. So that I'm in the living room on the floor, just chilling out with Mal next to me, and he's just looking at me like, "What the fuck?" I am not in the closet. So go ahead. Just want to state that. Yeah, the, this guy uh, is putting out a request for animators, artists. They've got the concept drawings already done, the idea mm -hmm. already done, but also for voice actors. So, long story short, Neil found Neil. This. He sent this to me and was like, hey, you might be interested. And I've been reading up on it over the last couple of days. And I think even though I'm not really a big fan of Star Wars because of the current incarnation, this alternative telling of what could have been had George Lucas taken his grubby fucking hands off of it, it sounds like it could be interesting. And mm -hmm. it's unpaid work. But where else are you going to start? Well, hey, who doesn't like working for free? Eh, I, I may throw my hat in the ring for just like the internship experience with voice acting until I mm -hmm. actually get proficient at it, which I've signed up for a class that starts in August. So hooray. Oh, me. sweet. Yeah. It's all virtual. Well, everything's virtual now. Yeah. Are you going to be in the closet for that too? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right here. Uh, I'm not moving the microphone. I've got this set up pretty nicely. The only thing I'll be doing is adding uh, some soundproofing in the form of uh, moving blankets hanging from the ceiling somehow. I just have to go out to Home Depot to pick this shit up. Oh shit. It's a no segue topic change. Right now, I just keep things lighthearted with stupid rants about Star Wars, Comic-Con stench, or very terrible plates of French toast. Oh, fucking... French toast is such a good breakfast and to have it ruined by somebody who doesn't know how to cook it, it's a shame. French toast is one of my favorite breakfasts. I mean, I, I, I do like a breakfast burrito. I really like a breakfast burrito, but French toast, I had my, the best French toast in New Orleans when I was there years and years and years ago. And I don't know what they did to this bread. I don't want to know what they did to this bread. It was fucking delicious. <laughs> And it was right in like the French Quarter or whatever. I, I just, I want to go back just for the French toast. I don't even know if they still exist, but I want that French toast again in my life. Are there any instances of French toast that you would not be getting again? 
I will never go to the Pittsburgh airport and go to this stupid freaking, I don't know, it was some restaurant. And it was like $7 French toast. And it was Town Talk or Brawn, like regular white toast. The smallest freaking piece possible. And it was the worst presentation. It tasted bad. It, it was so, I, like we were on our way to, I think it was uh, Celebration 4 in California. Uh, me, Michelle, Jason, I think Chris was there. So there was a bunch of us. And we're like, let's get to the airport early. We'll go get some breakfast before you get on the plane and be on there for freaking ever. And I'm like, oh, man, oh, this place has French toast. Man, I can't wait. I love French toast. I want some French toast. Because this place looked like it was fancy. Oh, my God. That was the worst French toast I've ever had. Because you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I watched some some good place recently and i rewatched the entire show like a week ago it's it's like i finished it in a day because kristen bell is awesome and ted danson i mean it's ted danson how can you not like him i did end up purchasing a digital copy of the entire series of cowboy bebop because i know that deer has mentioned multiple times that joss whedon can suck it and he like lifted the idea for firefly from cowboy bebop and so i'm like okay well it was like five dollars for the entire series i'm like i will give it a try for five dollars and if i don't like it i will give it another try in in another five years because i own it (laughs) but yeah i'm i haven't started it yet but i'm looking forward to trying that because i've never seen it but how about everyone's getting on joss whedon's back about stuff he did during the justice league movie when he came in for reshoots saying that like treating the actors like shit and making fun of the original Zack Snyder cut. Do you have any thoughts on that? I do not because I was unaware of it. Oh, Marvel Marvel fanboy here. I'm not so big on the DC movies. Oh yeah. Me too. Except for the Christopher Nolan Batman. I like that series because I'm in it and I, I, I felt that that was Batman done right. I'm Batman. I'm Batman. The Christian Bale Batman voice. I'm Batman. Yeah. For three straight movies. I'm Batman. Yeah. I mean, who thought that was a good idea? I, I mean, I, Christopher Nolan is, is a great director and everything. Are you interested in seeing his new movie with Tenet or whatever? Have you seen anything for it? I have not seen anything for it. Okay, because well, the pandemic has everything shut down and I only watch Hulu now. You don't have Netflix? No. Canceled Netflix a couple of years back. Oh, wow. You missed out on so much. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I missed out on a bunch, but I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Netflix. Yeah. Netflix has basically lost me as a customer. Oh, well, that's a shame. I have, um, there's Hulu, there's Netflix, there's Disney Plus, because I, The Mandalorian is just phenomenal. I used to have HBO Go, but I got rid of HBO, which, because I got rid of cable altogether. I'm strictly just streaming platforms and that's it. I mean, the only thing that I'm interested about watching live is hockey at this point. And August 1st. Yeah, they released the dates. The actual round starts August 1st. You know, I'm looking, highly looking forward to having hockey in my life again. I hope that they can capture the spirit of the Stanley Cup Finals because I know it's a different format, how it's going to start and everything. So, because like by playoff time, it's, it's a different game. When you watch the beginning of the season and then you watch the middle and then the end, by the end of the season, it's like the playoffs had already started. Before the like one-on-one, like you're in this for seven games, it really feels like it started. I hope that that the round robin and the first round or whatever, I hope that that 
it has the same feeling that you get from watching the playoff hockey because that is just I love playoff hockey. That's just oh. maybe that's why I'm so depressed because I haven't had hockey in my life since freaking January, right? Early March, I believe, was the last games that they played, and okay. without there was no finality in this season. And even this new playoff format is just a shadow of what it could be. Yes. They'll, they'll crown a champion and then immediately turn around the day after and have the draft and get right back into training camp. I hope they're able to keep everyone safe and healthy during this. And not even just talking about the usual playoff injuries that happen because they're going to be coming off the bench cold. But we've we're already we have already seen hockey players come down with COVID. We've already yes. seen a few notable players refuse to come back for this playoff tier and they're out for the season. They just said we're we're not coming back for end of the season. We'll be back next season. Well, I mean, especially teams that maybe that they don't necessarily have I mean, everyone has a chance. So I, I get it where, you know, if you don't really feel like you have a chance, why chance it? I don't know. I, I'm just I just want hockey. I know that's just being selfish, but hopefully it will bring some normalcy to this. Although it's really going to be weird seeing seeing it without people in the stands, no real atmosphere. I mean, are we going to be able to hear all the players yelling like fuck and shit and everything, you know, like all oh, I hope so. smack talking? Those, those like, are the best parts of the like NBC games where the sensor guy is asleep at the wheel and those guys get crunched in the corner and you hear, motherfucker! fuck you and you can hear that on national tv and the announcers will hear it through their earphones mm. and they'll have to come up with some excuse as to why you didn't just hear somebody say fuck you they should put mics on most of the players just like they did in letter kenny and have in between periods of all the chirps that go on in be like in between plays and stuff that would be awesome definitely I, I think that doing that because of the way the world is right now with everything with COVID adding that would be so you would get so many more viewers because stupid shit like that. People like reality and that is some sort of reality. Although I hate reality TV. Yeah. I wasn't going to say it, but you had already broached the subject and I'm right there with you. Reality TV is a fucking pox. When I was young, watching the real world, I liked it. I liked it a lot. And then there was road rules, which I thought not as good as the real world, but whatever. And then when they had the challenges, I loved the challenges. And I was really into those. So what but you're then, saying is that you're part of the reason why reality TV has plagued our airwaves. Because you watched this shit that MTV shoveled out instead of music. Because why play music when you're music television? They well, would show I mean, fucking nobodies in a house getting all bitter with one another like that doesn't happen in every family across the nation and televised yeah. it so they have a real-time backstabbing soap opera story and you fucking watched it. And the advertisers and the producers and the bean counters noticed that Andy was watching this shit and thus was born the fucking Kardashians. So thank you, Andy, for bringing us the Kardashians. It's well, all your no. fault. <laughs> it, my, I did not. I am not responsible for the Kardashians. Just because she laid on her back and had some fun, and it was videotaped and put out there, that's not my. That's not my deal. I had nothing to do with that. I'll give it this. It was an amazing comeback story. For oh those my god! Of you. Please, somebody get that reference because it's fucking hysterical. Yeah, I was gonna say it, but now I'm not gonna say it because you you need to learn that shit yourself. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? 
Oh, I don't remember. I think I was just blaming you for all of reality television, whether you earned it or not. That's my story and I'm sticking with it. Okay, well, fine. Then I ruined (laughs) television for everybody because of stupid reality. But I really think that it wasn't that. It was mostly like Survivor. Survivor is what, that was its own beast or that. And that, that, well, okay, I did watch some of the Osbournes because, I mean, who doesn't want to see the Prince of Darkness being like a human being? Me, that me. I I don't want to see that. Uh, Well, I mean, I grew up with Ozzy. You know, I mean, I went to how many Ozfests? No, I did too. Yeah, I do miss going to those. Oh, God, I'd miss concerts. Fuck you, 2020. Fuck you. Yeah, virtual concerts. But they're no fun because they're all pre-recorded. I mean, Pearl Jam did a, a video for Dance of the Clairvoyance, which is one of their, their new songs off their new album. And it was cool, but at the same time, it's just, I want to see things in light, in the real world, not just on a fucking screen. I watch a screen enough. I want to see, I want to be in the pit sweating with hundreds of other people and, you know, fighting for position and catching picks or drumsticks or whatever. That's how you catch viruses. Yeah. (laughs) Which is why we're not doing it. But I miss it. I miss it so much. Here comes another no segue topic change. I don't know about you, but I'm guilty of ordering out because at times I get too lazy to cook for myself. I'm just like, I don't, there's nothing here I want. And what I want, I have to go to get, and I don't want to go get it. So there's been times I've ordered two pieces of cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory because I wanted dessert for this weekend and I didn't want to go and get it myself. So yeah, I might've spent like $35 on two pieces of cheesecake to be delivered. Good fucking Christ. That's expensive cheesecake. It's really good though. It's so good. I haven't done it in a while. I've been doing this every week that I get paid. I will order from a place. And I was going to the Cheesecake Factory every Friday because I just, they have a mac and cheeseburger that is just so good. I ended up going because I keep forgetting that it's there because we have a wall burgers. And I am just going to say it. They have really good burgers. And I like the fries and the ranch is good. And anything else I've ever had there was good. I enjoy the place. So I've been getting from there. And it's been three paychecks I've gotten, you know, my little celebration dinner for Friday. And that was, yes. Hey, treat yourself. Yes, it's it's um, Donnie and Mark and their family. Yes, I'll eat their food. He's not responsible for the Transformers movie. You know, oh, you, I mean, you were a New Kids on the Block fan, weren't you? I was not really a fan of New Kids on the Block. I didn't hate them, but I didn't I, I, like. I mean, back then, you had a poster of them on your wall. No, I didn't. My, sure I had did. an, it was right next to the Cindy Crawford I had, poster. No, I had an entire wall of Cindy Crawford <laughs> pictures and posters on my on that. I had my my entire room was the attic. So it went it was kind of like a barn shape where it kind of goes up and then it comes in and then it's the ceiling. And I had this wall like devoted to Cindy Crawford. Like any pictures, magazine covers, whatever, I would cut it up and put it on the wall. She was the shit for me back then. I've, I'm sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> oh, you, you loving NKOTB. Oh, no, no, I, I didn't like them. I, my, I had Cindy Crawford on the mind. Sorry, I haven't seen her in a long time, so I'm trying to remember what she looks like. And I just remember she had the mole. So, yeah. Anyway, no, New Kids on the Block, I was never really a fan. I did like a song or two, I'm not going to lie. There was one time I went to a pirate game, and I got up 
to go get like a hot dog or like nachos in the stand. And when I would go to a pirate game, and this is the 90s, so this is when the pirates were good. We had Bonds and Benia and Van Slyke and Spanky and all those other guys. So, But anyway, I, I remember going to a game once and I remember walking around and these two girls started following me and kind of giggling. And it was a little bit weird because I'm just like walking around, doo-doo-doo, and I look behind me and they're looking at me and then they're like, tee-hee-hee-hee, you know, like girls do, tee-hee-hee-hee. They came up to me and they, what was it? They, they thought I was the youngest one of New Kids on the Block. The, with Joey or whatever. I don't, I, I think that's his name. I'm not sure. And I, I said, no, I'm not. And they're just like, tee and they ran away. They weren't Japanese. <laughs> but, uh, oh, I hope, I hope when we have the super cut of the video outtakes that that visual right there gets added. Yes. So I couldn't hate them because girls thought I looked like the youngest one. And I mean, I'll take that. I mean, I'll be famous for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> A case of mistaken identity. I will take yes. advantage of that every day of the week. Yes. But I had horrible hair back then. I did have a mullet. Yeah, I had one. I think everyone did at some point. Yeah, if you were in Pittsburgh in the 80s, 80s through early the 90s. very early 90s, you had a mullet at some point. Even if it was, ironically, you had a mullet because you could. There was no other reason aside from I uh, could. And maybe like Donny Iris had one. Donnie Iris. Gold Donnie Iris. He had a mullet at some point. Okay. Well, if we're going to get into that, well, then I'm going to get into the point. The, the point this week is about Donnie Iris. Donnie Iris. Can you say Donnie Iris? Because you do it better than me. Oh, it's Donnie Iris. Donnie Iris. You, okay. you got to know it's Donnie Iris. Donnie, Donnie's got mm. some really good songs. Beans all know Donnie Iris. Donnie Iris is a uh, Pittsburgh-born uh, American rock musician. Uh, he did a lot of his work, or his, a lot of the work he, that he's known for is from the 70s and 80s. He was in a couple of bands, did some solo projects, did a solo project. Uh, he worked with the Jaggers and uh, the band Wild Cherry. And he was known for the song Ali from the 80s. And Love is Like a Rock. Those two songs are like his big claim to fame, whatever. Everyone's, well, I can't really say everyone's heard this song because like, I mean, if you were born in the 80s or 90s, yes, you've heard that song, but people from today probably haven't heard this music, which is a shame because it is classic rock. And, you know, it gives you that whole like, yeah, I'm going to jump in my Trans Am and put the top down and drive with my mullet out with the mullet in the wind. So... Oh, I'm so sure, I'm sure just... they've heard it because the X, their claim, their motto is new music first, right? And they play <laughs> stuff from the 80s all yes. the fucking time. Right after it, be like, we're the X, new music first. Here's Rat. Round and round. Right. Okay. And now they make Geico commercials. Yes. Well, I mean, I, hey, I loved Rat growing up. And well, that was didn't? Round and Round was one of our favorite songs on Guitar Hero or whatever. We played the shit out of that song because that was a that had a great solo. It, it yeah, it was just such a great thing to play. So, so yeah, who doesn't like Rat? But anyway, Donny Iris. It's funny actually. A little side note: I did have an email exchange with him at one point because when we were doing the actual show Yins and That, I was trying to get him to appear in an episode because we had a whole segment about him in one of the episodes. We didn't get to shoot it 
because we stopped at episode three, but we had this great idea for him to appear and, and possibly use some of his music. And I asked him if we could use some of his music and if he would be interested in, in appearing at all. And he got back and he was interested and he's like, well, I need to talk to my manager. And then he came back and said, yeah, my manager says it's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> so we were that close of having Donnie Iris on Yin's and that. God damn um, his manager and talking sense into the man. Yeah. It's like, what? You're going to do this like student film? What? No, no. Sorry. Because right. Donnie's like, you want to use my music? You, wanna, you want me? It's like, yeah, we're doing this like web series, blah, 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 whatever. I but guess his Pittsburgh icon. Yeah. I mean, how could you not want him on something that's Pittsburgh related? We, we were so close. I'm just, I'm sorry. I failed you Pittsburgh. Speaking of failure, I do have to point out something that I failed. Oh, by the way, that's the point. All right. Bringing it around for closure. Last week in our show, I was talking about a distillery that was in between Wiggle or Weigel and Maggie's farm. And I kept calling it Dragonfly. Well, that's what happens when you are tired. You think you know what you're talking about, but you don't. <laughs> so I'm going to make a correction. And the actual name of the place is called King's Fly Spirits. And I should know that because I remember driving by it and seeing the beautiful artwork of their name and logo on the building. And you think that would be ingrained in my head, but it's not. And plus, because that was the first place I ever got to order a flight of, of liquor, whiskey and rum. And, and I love the atmosphere. So I should really know what that place is called. It's called Kingfly Distillery. So I definitely would say go there, have a good drink. And I apologize for not knowing my shit. If we had a fact checker, fact checker, fact checker if we had a fact checker during our show we we could do this shit but like we don't this is just two guys and a microphone two microphones and a closet we're like we're yeah and tony in the closet you're like r kelly trapped in a closet is that a reference okay i don't know if it's streaming anywhere but if you have anywhere that you can find used dvds or whatever and they might even be on youtube at this point because it's so ridiculous there is a movie from r kelly it's called trapped in the closet and it is the most ridiculous piece of cinema it is it is really good to watch that while you get fucked up like have a drink and just keep drinking as ridiculous as it gets because it is ridiculous. And it, it's basically a movie where it's one long continuous song. It's, it's so worth the time to watch it because it's so bad. It's such a train wreck. It's gold. So everybody needs to go and see that. You can find some, of the, some parts of the songs on YouTube. Actually, you can find all of the chapters on YouTube. Oh, there are so, chapters. There, yeah, because so oh, there's twelve chapters that that are I see on YouTube right now. Which chapter I is the P chapter? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. It is a train wreck, and it is so worth the watch. I think it was Antonio that we all got together and watched this and got drunk. And I have a, a gathering every Thanksgiving. And I call it Rick's Giving, celebrating Rick and Morty and Rick, because, you know, why not? So I have this gathering every, every year, and we do a white elephant gift exchange. And 
one year I was able to track down a copy of this on DVD. And that was one of the like hot items that people were trying to like get because it's, it's such a train wreck. You want it. It's like, I don't want this, but I want to watch this. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy having that little gathering and party and I hope I can do it this year. But anyway, I really think that everybody should give that trapped in a closet from R Kelly a look because it is fantastically horrible. Is it like a Rift Tracks worthy movie? You just need to watch it. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's so horrible. All right. Okay. 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 So yeah, all right, another one in the books. Hooray for us after we've got 10, 10 big podcasts. And we weren't even sure we were going to get past three because our track record shows after three, shit just falls apart. And we stop. Wow, 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 wow. So 10, 10 podcasts. That's more than we have listeners. Thank you, listeners, for listening to us babble and for not throwing pitchforks at our likenesses. So, podcast done for me. Thank you. We'll see you next Thursday. Andy. I would like to thank the Academy. Um, we wouldn't have won anything if it wasn't for you guys voting for us. We appreciate it. Oh, oh. What are you saying? Oh, we didn't win anything? Oh, okay. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. I uh, hope you have a good day, and I'll have a drink for you. Later. <laughs>